This episode is brought to you by Droid the Guys. Your wallet is no match for Droid the Guys. Your thoughts dwell on your podcast. I miss it. Afraid to lose it, I think. Hmm? What's that got to do with anything? Everything. Podcasting leads to the dark side. Podcasting leads to listeners. Listeners lead to fan outcry. Fan outcry leads to trolling. I sense much podcasting in you. Hello, and welcome to the sixth episode of Voice of the Rebellion. I'm Mark. And I'm Gabe. And as we know, the sixth episode is always the The best. The best. The worst. In a series. This episode is all Ewoks. I I hope so. (laughs) So, No, no. uh, Have you Star Wars this week, Gabe? I, I don't know. I've been tired this week. Yeah, you've been moving. Like, yeah, I had out. to. I had to move. I manage a comic book store, and I had to move it to a new location. So I worked seventy hours this last week. That's so, exciting. So no, I have not Star Wars this week. Yeah, I tried to. I watched. I put on Rogue One. Yeah, and I. The last thing I remember is young Jin Erso like looking up at Saw Gerrera, like opening up the hatch, and then the next, yeah. and then I, the next morning when I woke up. Um, they were about to go to Scarif. <laughs> I apparently, like, at some point in the night, paused it, at yeah. least, and I, fell asleep, but... I did not like Sakura in Rogue One. I think it's what just... it, I, Well, I think what it was, they felt like they needed to put in, um, a character that was, like, linked to the I guess, but he was just universe. creepy and just kind of there. Like, he really didn't have that yeah. much to do with the story. And yeah. And it's just... I think they could have... He was just a dick. What I actually like, would have liked to have seen is instead of Saw, if they had gotten, uh, what's his name, who plays Jango Fett, and instead had a one, a clone. Okay, so he's like a... He's yeah. one of the clones who yeah. got over his brainwashing and... Yeah, because there's like... The, in, in Rebels, there's a few of those. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Rex and stuff. Yeah. Um, so you could have... Hell, you could have even had Rex. Yeah, Captain but, Rex. You know, but have one of the... Um, the old clone troopers have raised her, and then you get to bring back the actor. Yeah. And then you get, and then you have like two other clones also hanging out, and then you get to use. It would have been a lot better. Yeah. So, oh, well, I'll just be afraid. Instead. All right. Let's get into the news. All right. Okay. Uh, one thing that I saw recently on Star Wars Newsnet was that apparently they have inside information, um, sources that say that there are three planets that you'll see again in Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tatooine, Mustafar, and Endor. Now, Endor's a moon, but still, yeah. same planet. Force moon. Yeah. Come on, people! Okay. Get your head out of your ass! Um, the theory is um, that these are all places that maybe Kylo Ren would be looking for artifacts from Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's super possible, because they didn't... They never explained in Force Awakens why Kylo Ren even likes Darth Vader or anything about Kylo Ren's past at all. Well, no, Kylo, Kylo, Kylo Ren, Darth Vader thing, like, makes a lot of sense because, especially if he didn't receive, like, the full story of Darth Vader, and you just saw him as a bad dude who was also his grandfather, then he's like, I'm going to be just like old granddad. Yeah, I wonder if maybe they'll reveal that, like, they kept shutting Vader out, like, to him, like, when he'd ask yeah, about like, him. no, 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 you don't need like, to worry about Yeah, him. like, Han and Leia are just like, no, 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 he was terrible, just shut up. We don't talk, we don't talk about him in this household. Yeah. Like, like, that kind of thing. And he's just like, he's just curious, he's just wondering what's going on. And then, and that's why Snoke has an opportunity to manipulate him. Yeah. Be like, I know all about Vader. Well, he's... I really hope that Tatooine isn't in it. Because Tatooine's <laughs> I know. in every... It's in everything and... Everyone. And I don't know what it is about desert climate, but I cannot stand looking at desert climate. Oh, yeah? I just feel gross. Yeah. And Well, I don't but, like being hot, so that... Yeah, yeah it's, it's just miserable. like... It's like... Uh, I mean, <laughs> no. it, it totally works for it being like a backwater planet, but yeah. it like has all this like like Jabba's palace and everything, all yeah. this scum, but... 
Um, now, Endor would be cool, one, because... Except I don't, I don't see Kylo as having a reason to go back, especially because it seems like he already did. And he right, well, the theory is that um, this new film will have, like, flashbacks, kind of oh, like Ray's, like, force yeah, vision. Yeah, that would make sense, yeah. Which would be really weird if it's, like, the full-on flashbacks, because that's a... Yeah, Star Wars totally, never had That's a totally new mechanic for filmmaking in Star Wars that, I don't yeah. know, I don't know if it would really work. But if it was, like, a force vision, I understand that. Yeah. Mustafar makes sense, especially because we've now seen in Rogue One that Darth yeah. Vader had a fortress yeah, there. Yeah, castle there. So, yeah, yeah, so, like... So basically, Kylo would be going back to Endor to get the helmet. Yeah. And probably part of the lightsaber. Um, well, no. No? No. Um, Darth Vader's lightsaber is currently being held by the um, Disciples of the Beyond, um, which is a really mysterious organization that's been showing up in the, um, the Aftermath trilogy. Oh. There's this whole group who wears black robes, and they carry vibroblades that they've painted bright red, and they wear Darth Vader masks, and they spray paint on walls like Darth Vader lives and stuff like that. And so these guys are like, kind of and they, heroes. yes, I think they're actually like the, the basically the original Knights of Ren, Knights of Ren kind yeah. of. Um, and they they actually have Darth Vader's lightsaber. Okay. And there's this whole thing where they end up acquiring it and stuff like that, and they ended up causing this big, huge like uprising on. Um, Corellia. Um, they end up, like, taking out the police force and, like, taking over Coronet City and stuff like that in this. And it's not addressed anywhere outside of, like, these side scenes in the books. Yeah. So it looks like the Republic isn't really paying that much attention because they're busy with other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so Darth Vader's lightsaber... I mean, the, of course, you can always have him, you know, going and collecting the lightsaber, um from them or yeah, showing yeah. them initially but yeah. yeah anyway well mainly what I want to see is more Andorra so that there can be more Ewoks clearly <laughs> I think that would really give The Last Jedi what it needs to be the best Star Wars film because Return of the Jedi was the best Star Wars film and I that see, had Ewoks so I want to see one of the Ewoks just looking up from in the it's like in the middle of eating a human leg, <laughs> just looks up, just like blood dripping on its face, and he just like looks up as like Kylo passes and like lets out like, and that, and that helps Kylo go to the dark side. Like he's like traumatized by yeah, because you know, it's just like in passing, like he oh, goes walking by, you yeah, just like, see this Ewoks in there chewing on a human leg. <laughs> um, yeah, so so yeah. Anyways, more Ewoks would be good. There's this other weird rumor apparently that uh, because. The reason Tatooine is in it is because that's where Luke put his Jedi temple, and yeah. that's where it was burned down, I just, which is... And I just right never want to see Tatooine again, yeah, because well, I don't see a reason why. why. Why would you make... Why would you put the Jedi temple on this backwater planet yeah. that, like, is in the outer rim that no one cares about? Yeah. Like, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, most of that is just rumor speculation, so don't... Take that as fact. Yeah. Uh, other news, uh, Mark. You wanna take yeah. That? So there's more rumors. Um, we know that Benicio del Toro is going to be in del Toro. Del Toro is going to be in del Totoro. Del Totoro. Um, <laughs> Benicio del Totoro. <laughs> My friend Benicio del Totoro. <laughs> uh, um, that. <laughs> Really grubby Totoro is just like, <laughs> yeah, <"Hey>, man. <laughs> but he's gonna that he's in the Last Jedi. We already know that he's in the Last Jedi, and but it's been really like secretive as to what he's doing in there. Um, yeah. The current thing is that he's either named DJ or his uh, code name on the production is DJ. Which if his name is DJ. That's the hey guys, I'm DJ. Are there, yeah. is there, no, is there any Star Wars character that goes by initials at all? Ever. In the whole Star Wars universe. No. That go by initials. No. Isn't that weird? It's a conspiracy, I think. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, Anakin would, but his middle name is Stuart. <laughs> and he didn't so want to go by Anakin <laughs> Stuart Skywalker, so he'd be ass. ass. <laughs> well, it, uh, it fits. Well, it would make sense if Obi-Wan Kenobi did. He's okay. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Um, I want him to be an actual DJ. Yes. He's like, he's like, yeah. mom, mom, I got a gig. Can I get a ride? 
<laughs> I, gotta, I don't I have gotta, my driver's license for the air speeder yet, Mom. I gotta gig at the cantina. <laughs> the bottle notes are gonna let me play. Finally! Finally! <laughs> um, so, apparently he wears all black. He has a trench coat, a Han Solo-style be- belt. He's got short hair, which is unusual for Benicio del Toro, because usually his hair is, like, greasy and, like, dangling in front of his face. Uh, he apparently has a strange cap that doesn't have a bill to it. Uh, the rumor is that he looks slimy and dirty, meaning he looks like Benicio del Toro. <laughs> and um, apparently he belongs to the criminal underworld. And apparently he has like a really nice, fancy, clean ship that looks like something out of J.J. Um, Abrams' Star Trek with like that sleek Apple design. And yet he is part of the criminal underworld. He's got yeah. this fancy ship. Yeah. Now, there was, I saw a rumor that people were saying that he was going to be Ezra. From uh, that actually could make sense because I because Ezra is but supposed to be here's my problem Hispanic, with it. I think here's my problem with it. They need to keep they need to keep the show like a little bit separate because you can't expect like a regular moviegoer to watch it and then like let's say they reveal he's Ezra, people would be like, oh, like no, they're gonna be like, okay. Like, well, yeah, but if you like, just had if you basically just had a new Boba Fett type character in there, who then it his name was Ezra, yeah. You know, the regular movie goers be like, all right, there's a cool new bad guy. Because then they would show him using the Force, and... Unless he's like, I put all that behind me. <laughs> you know? Classic anti-hero crap. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, and I'm not a big fan of Benicio Del Toro, in case you couldn't tell. Um, so... <laughs> I am a big you know, fan of Benicio Del Toro, though. <laughs> yeah. Benicio Del Toro. Amazing. <laughs> if I could draw, that would be a mashup t-shirt that I would be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it'd be Benicio del Toro from Sin City, so he'd have this, like, the, this gun sticking out of his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's yeah. the rumor about well, Benicio del Toro. So, wait, this. wasn't there a rumor that he's, like, Boba Fett's Oh, yeah, there's, kid? there's rumor that he's the son of Boba Fett. Which um, is, yeah. I don't know, it's taking this whole family lineage thing, like, too far. Yeah. Like, you can't have every single important person in the Star Wars universe be the child of another extremely well, I, important I feel person. I feel like the reason why they would they would do that is because they're like, oh, the prequel trilogy had a Fett. Yeah. And then there was a brand new Fett in the original trilogy. So we need to have another Fett. Because then you have the Fets constantly showing up. And mm. everybody loves Boba Fett. Yeah, but to claim that Benicio del Toro is the son of of uh, Boba Fett, yeah. who's a clone of Jango Fett, which uh-huh. means that Boba Fett, the actor, is Maori. I think that's how you pronounce that. Meaning uh, from New Zealand. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, Mexican is close enough. Yeah. Well, the average moviegoer probably wouldn't care. But <laughs> I know, but it's still like... Unfortunately. Yeah. But, yeah. So yeah, that's the rumor with that. Um, another rumor is... Um, well, not really. Right, this yeah. is fact. Yeah, this um, is some Hayden, Hayden Christensen is going to be at the Star Wars Celebration in a week yeah. here. Um, so Star Wars Celebration, that's basically yeah. Star Wars Con. Um, this is the 40th year, actually, yeah. for Star Wars. Which, um, is, which makes sense why he'd be there. I yeah. think they, they, they initially had the actor who, init- who originally played Darth Vader unmasked. And then they swapped him out for Hayden Christensen <laughs> this special edition. God. Um, so now there is this like rumor and hubbub that like the reason Hayden Christensen's going to be there yeah. is because I guess a way to keep him kind of kind of relevant because he actually has a scene in the Last Jedi, like yeah. possibly as a Force ghost, maybe even talking to Kylo Ren, yeah. which I actually wouldn't mind. Yeah. I think that if you had this amazing scene of like Anakin being like, no, 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 this is where I went wrong. No, 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 what are you doing? You're doing it all wrong. Like This is, this is how I failed. Well, that like, could be the turning point because the rumor is, one of the rumors is, is that... Um, that Kylo is actually going to be redeemed. Right. In and this movie? Or by no, the end of but it? like by the end of yeah. it. But this could be like the beginning of his turning point. Yeah. And that Ray is actually going to go bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about the Ray stuff, but I think it's painfully obvious that Kylo Ren's going to be redeemed. I mean, they've set that up. Yeah, perfectly. but I mean, that's, that's the way Star Wars has to be. Yeah. The villain has to be redeemed in some way. Yeah. 
Um, well, not in the prequel trilogy. Well, yeah, but but he eventually was. So like, yeah. you know, it's... Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so... That would... That would make that would be interesting, but yeah, you know, he could also just be showing up because just because he's the 40th anniversary. Star Wars 40th anniversary, yeah, yeah. People, people are eating too much into it, and and the thing is, is that the prequels don't get as bad a rap from like the people who like really grew up as kids, yeah, during the entire prequel trilogy. Yeah, well, and they were. Yeah, like prequels. Like, like I've heard of, I've heard of like teenagers who are like, oh, the prequel trilogy is way better than the original trilogy. Yeah, uh, which no, just and, proves and that that's these actually that's damn actually kids have no taste. But no, and that, that's actually <laughs> more my generation because yeah. prequels came out when I was a kid. Yeah, and um, yeah, see, I was like, I was now, I think like thirteen when Episode One came out, so I was still really into ep- to Episode yeah, One. I mean, I think began to really see the cracks with Episode Two. And then was like, all right, let's see this episode yeah, three thing. For me, it was completely really different because um, I was too young to understand um, yeah. what terrible filmmaking was. Yeah. And um, so, but now, thankfully, I had seen the original trilogy and loved the original trilogy before yeah. watching the new yeah. movies. So, he, but Hayden Christensen is seen as he is Anakin Skywalker. He is Darth right. Vader. So, know, so, so that'd be why people would want him there and, yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, last piece of news is uh, some Obi Wan Kenobi spinoff film rumors. Yeah, there's like these rumors are being compounded even more and more. That basically at Star Wars Celebration, they're going to announce that the next anthology film is going to be an Obi Wan standalone, which makes sense because they need to announce it because you they want to get a few years out ahead of things. Yeah, and if they don't announce it, then then they're going to have to start filming it at some point, and people are yeah. going to see you know spot. But I, I am so down for this. I want yeah. this so bad in yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi standalone movie because I think the biggest thing that these anthology films do is fix plot holes, <laughs> like the fact that Obi Wan Kenobi should not look that old, like thirty, <laughs> like it's been okay. twenty years. That doesn't bother me. I know, but but I'm I'm talking about the plot hole of like why didn't he go and like try to confront Vader again ever. Yeah, and I want to. So what I want to see is like just this really weary Obi Wan who's just been through this like traumatic experience. Yeah, and he's basically so it's kind of like it's kind of like he's on Tatooine to look after Luke, but but it's also like it's solitude for him, like yeah. asylum because he just can't handle what happened. What I want to see is I want to see him. So he's sort of like isolating himself from the not just the galaxy, but like on Tatooine. He's like, nope, I'm just going to keep my eye on Luke. I'm not going to get involved in things. And then he realizes that, like, there's trouble brewing down an anchor head. Yeah. Yeah, and it could be the struggle because he because he just went through what happens when the Jedi try to interfere with everything. Yeah. And he'd be like, no, like, clearly the Jedi are, are bad at this. They, well, and Rogue, be... Rogue One is a war film. And so Obi-Wan Kenobi is a Western. Yeah. Because a lot of Star Wars is based on Westerns. Yeah. Um, and so you could have him sort of showing up in town to clean yeah. it up. And then you could even have an introduce a love interest. Yeah. And, you know, Obi-Wan and this lady, like, get along well. And yeah. then and then you just have to show the fact that they are like that they like each other and like, hey, maybe we should pursue something about this by the end of the movie. And then when you are like, hey, by the way, Ray is Obi-Wan's granddaughter, boom. Be amazing. Then you've set up that yeah. in the previous film. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different directions you could go with an Obi-Wan standalone. Yeah. I mean, you can create so many new stories because there's, there's a long time period where he's on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think, wait, you think he's just in his hut the whole time? Yeah. I mean, there's, there, there's stuff to explain. Listen, he's got the hollow net and he's keeping himself busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you kids in your hollow net. <laughs> Always on your hollow net. Um, no, like, like, they need to explain, um, and that does a little bit in the comics, but they need to explain, um, uh, his adversarial relationship with Owen Lars and why yeah. Owen tr- uh, keeps him away from Luke. Yeah. Um, he's just a crazy old man. Yeah. And, and then, yeah. And then getting, you know, integrated with uh, the towns there and, and interactions there. Right? There's just, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of places to go. And Ewan McGregor has said he's pretty much up for it. And, yeah. And I think Ewan McGregor's amazing as Obi-Wan. Yeah. So I would definitely be down for that. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, on to our main topic, which kind of sounds what we're just talking about. What we want to see next. 
from the Star Wars universe. So besides an Obi Wan Kenobi. Besides an Obi Wan Kenobi. So we just talked about that in the new segment. But um, Mark, what is something you want to see next from the Star Wars universe? Okay, so uh, Millie Bobby Brown, who is um, in, she's eleven. In, right, on yeah, Stranger yeah, Things. Stranger Things. I couldn't remember what number it was. Yeah, 11 on Stranger Things. She was asked at a con who, she, like, she would want to, what she wants to do, like, what her dream role is. And she said, young Princess Leia. And, and like, look up an image of her. She looks exactly like, like a young Leia. Carrie Fisher, yeah. yeah. It looks, like, it's shocking. Yeah. Um, and she's British, but can do an American accent. Unlike Carrie Fisher, who's American and would occasionally <laughs> so do weird, like weird yeah. half British accents yeah. in the middle of her performance. Well, okay, so you're saying a movie about a young Leia, right? Yeah. They need to then explain why she goes in and out of accents, yeah. fix the plot holes, yeah. and therefore. Well, it makes kind of sense because when she's like talking to people like Grand Moff Tarkin yeah. or Darth Vader initially, she just mimics people. She's, what I, what I think is that is that's like her formal like official voice, oh, her Senate voice. Yeah, her Senate voice. Yeah, and then she's like, "Get in the garbage, shit, fly yeah. away." And then, and then she's got her mom voice. And yeah, then... exactly. <laughs> um, so she would be fantastic, and I would love to see sort of her early days in the um, in the rebellion. You can get uh, what's his name back in there as Bail Organa, yeah, as Bail Organa, uh, and yeah, um, Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith, yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah, it'd be great. You could yeah. show Alderaan, like yeah, know, it's yeah. That was the biggest glory. thing that I really hated about um, Revenge of the Sith. Okay, not the biggest thing I hated about Revenge of the Sith, but yeah. one of the things I wished about Revenge of the Sith was that they actually showed more Alderaan. Yeah. They showed one scene. Yeah, so this movie would actually make you care about Alderaan, yeah, which yeah. would give you, you s- that heartache when you right. see you still Alderaan don't care that Alderaan explodes when you watch a new yeah. You still don't care. And then there would be all kinds of like references in there, of like, boy, it sure is great that our planet isn't blowing up. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, you'd have those like, little... Hey, what's the weather forecast? Oh, sunny skies! Like... Never the planet blowing up! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I would love to see a movie with her as... A yeah, young Princess Leia. So how how young then? Because she's she's really young. Well, yeah, but she's like so. twelve. The problem yeah. is is they've got all these films that they're in the middle of filming. They need yeah. to get in there and film it soon yeah. before she turns eighteen, because then she's the same age yeah. as Carrie Fisher, and then you've like then yeah. she, you might as well just be making a movie well, that takes place like a, a couple months. And what before. I would want to see more with so. Leia is like this royalty thing. Yeah, because everyone's like, oh, she's a princess, but you don't actually get that. She's vibe. also a, yeah, she's also a senator. Like, yeah, like, like what. What part of her says, oh, she's royalty? Like, I mean, they say, like, in Force Awakens that, like, like uh, when... Uh, to me, it? she'll always be royalty. Yeah, when he says yeah. that, like, it's like, okay, but, like, she was never... She was just a rebel, and I guess a senator. So. I mean, they establish it in her comic, and then also a bit in Aftermath with, um... She's the last princess of Alderaan. And she's sort of this princess without a planet. Okay. Is, I guess which makes, makes it a really interesting yeah. dynamic. Like, how can you be royalty and a princess if you don't have a yeah. planet to rule? Um, so now, with this movie, would you want to show, like, her, like, run for Senate? Like, <laughs> No, no. I want to see her sort of beginning to... Because, like, it's, her dad obviously was involved in the rebellion early yeah. on. But I want to see her, like, how she... Um, like basically, her, how her father introduced her to the rebellion and began yeah. getting her involved, and hit, but then also him being like, "No, I don't want you involved in this. Like, you can't be a part of the rebellion." And him slowly coming around because by the time um, Rogue One has to has to come around, he has to be fully embracing his daughter as an active member of the rebellion, right? Um, without being like, "No, I don't want this life for it's too dangerous." Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's where I'd want to see that. If they can do a Han Solo anthology film, they, yeah. could, they should do a Leia one. Yes, yeah. she's, she's the second most important character in Star Wars, as we established last week. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, one thing that I would like to see from the Star Wars universe is actually an old thing that was going to happen, but has never happened. And that is George Lucas was going to actually have a live action TV show. Yes. And I know that at least one of, he had like a script written for like three seasons. Yeah. And it was, at least to my knowledge. But, but here's the thing. It's George Lucas 
who lies a lot about yeah, what he's got planned. That's true. So who knows? But so he claims, yeah. But anyway, keep but, going. But um, it was going to be about. It was going to be between Revenge of Sith and A New Hope, and it was going to be basically like life as the Empire was rising. Yeah. And and I I would really still want to see that because so even though you got to see the beings of the rebellion in Rogue One and mm. in the Star Wars Rebels cartoon. What I want to see it more is, like, the actual practical implications of the Empire rising and, like, everyday life for people. And you can tell these really personal stories of people and have interesting characters. Yeah. Um, but it not be so big and grand, which is yeah. why it would just be, like, a TV show. Like, yeah. It would just be, like, these people's lives and trying to deal with the Empire. And, and maybe you could even show, like, an aspect where people think the Empire is good. And and you could totally like these people. Like you could totally see like they're just trying to make like ends meet, for instance. Yeah. And they like join the Empire and they're like, Well, it's the government. I mean yeah. we we have to just do what we have a nice to do. government yeah. job. Yeah. I'm just gonna get a nice government job of being a janitor on the Death Star. I mean, yes. Mm-hmm. What could go wrong? Yeah. So so yeah, I, I would still wanna see that. Yeah. Um in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Yeah. And there was another one that was about pod racing. That George like, Lucas made? That George Lucas had planned out. Um, apparently, the the general focus was just sort of supposed to be the Star Wars underworld centered around pod racing so that from week to week they could go to different planets, but it would follow these, like, pod racers and, of course, you know, there'd be... Yeah, okay, so now... Random mystery. I will say that the pod racing scene in A Phantom Menace was maybe a little bit of a redeeming quality. Yeah, no, I actually really liked the pod racing scene. But I don't want a whole show about it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and here's the thing. Those, the show isn't going to have that big a budget. So, like, how many times are you going to, like, reuse the yeah. same stock footage of oh, pod yeah. racing, you know? Yeah. Because if you go in, over and look at the um, Battlestar Galactica, um, the sci-fi channel series, not the original one, there were so many times where, like, the space battles were just reused footage yeah. of the old space battles and you just didn't really notice because it's just a bunch of ships you watch, shooting each other. If you watch the current Flash TV show, yeah. they, every episode, it's the same scene of him running through the city. Yeah. The exact same scene. <laughs> yeah. Every single episode. Yeah, because that would take so much time yeah. to, to do it each time. Yeah, no, they don't I, need to. I yeah. understand. But that's what they would have to do with the pod racing. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, it just ha- so happens that every single planet they go to is a desert planet so they can reuse <laughs> the same footage. Now... Okay, if they did have the budget yeah. um, to show all these different diverse planets, I actually think it would be kind of entertaining because uh, I know you've, you've played this, the, the Nintendo 64 pod racing video game. Yeah. It was also available, they had it out for the computer as well, and okay. I played it on the computer that as well. That was one of my favorite video games as a child. And, and you it was got great. to Yeah, you got to race through all these cool Star Wars planets and using different, um, using different pod racers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you had like that video game as a TV show, yeah, I'd yeah. watch that. Yeah, I'd watch that. Like Ben Quadneros and yeah, <laughs> Gascano. He was my yeah. favorite. You could have a you could have a pit droid that's actually like an interesting character who's like yeah. he's like I'm gonna be. What the does best. it mean to be human? <laughs> I'm gonna be the best pod racer fixer ever. Then, what are yeah. feelings? <laughs> What does the sunlight feel like? <laughs> For those who don't know, I was quoting a Dalek from the first Doctor Who uh, season. season with uh, the Ninth Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dog who's learned the love. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> you should watch that. Uh, okay. What I want to see is a Star Wars anthology series. Okay. Explain. So, okay. So, um, you know how in the Twilight Zone... Yes. Every single episode was a completely brand new story yeah. set anywhere. Yeah. Like, some of them would be, like, set on a space station, and some of them would be here on Earth, and just all, all kinds of things. But yeah. all of them take place in the Twilight Zone. Mm. In this, it would be a series where they could jump from week to week anywhere in the Star Wars universe at any time. Yeah. And they would they could do, like, three episodes in a row that would make... Basically, it would make a, a movie like things that'd be three hour, three hour sure. long, you know. Yeah. Um, some would be just one shots, and you would tell stories that way. So you'd be like, "Oh, you know what? Let's go back to the old Republic ten thousand years ago." So are you talking like live action then? Yeah, or? it'd be live action. Okay. And then what you would do is you would cast certain people 
to play the roles of um, Star Wars characters from the movies. So you'd have like a guy who was Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. and he would play the role, the Luke Skywalker role for any stories they wanted to tell with Luke Skywalker, um, and Princess Leia and Han Solo and stuff like that. Because you know, occasionally you'd want to do some sort of story that involved Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Um, but then other times you'd be like, hey, we're gonna, you know we're going to have this um, story take place on a planet. Um, in the middle of the Clone Wars and show people, like, dealing with life in, in the Clone Wars. Though I guess, you know, most of the Clone Wars TV series covered that, so you'd want to jump around a bit more. Yeah, but it did involve a lot of the main characters heavily. So yeah. I think, so I think if it was, yeah, if it was more anthology, like, again, kind of like I was saying earlier, like, the aspect of just, like, the everyday people. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so you, so you jump around, you do, you could do a whole episode about, you know... Taxation? Ta- taxation. Yeah. And, uh, you could do an episode on the Castle Run and explain it. That would be cool. I know they're probably going to end up doing it in the Han Solo movie, but you know things yeah. like that. They yeah, could do. Yeah. They could explain things. Or in Star Wars. an anthology sketch comedy series, Star Wars <laughs> universe. Well, that's like the Star Wars. Yeah. De- do you ever see Star Wars Detours? No. They started to work on this series that was called Star Wars Detours, where it was all the Star Wars characters hanging out at. Dax's diner. Oh, cool. Yeah. And this Dax was cool. But it was CGI and all the characters looked like they were bobbleheads and it was super cheesy and dumb and Seth uh Myers? No, not Seth Myers. Uh from Robot Chicken and oh. Buffy. Seth uh, uh Seth Green. Yes. Seth Green was apparently the producer behind it, and it was basically supposed to like make fun of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And this was back under George Lucas's control. As soon as it was sold, as soon as Lucasfilm was sold to Disney, Disney was like, maybe let's not make a series making fun of our new property. And they, yeah. ended, up, they ended up canceling it. Yeah. So that's, so, that was, that's so all. I, want, I don't so want that. I want to see them uncancel it. <laughs> well, the, the thought is they may, because they, they made most of it. The thought is they may end up putting them out on StarWars.com as like little shorts yeah. and stuff, which I'd be fine with. Um, but I don't need to see an actual TV series with that. <laughs> well, I'm thinking like, like Mr. Show or like my Python style. Like <laughs> you got the same rotating cast and you, they're just, no one expects the Sith yeah. Empire. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's like the skits would be funny, like regardless of whether they were in the Star Wars universe or not, they just yeah. happen to be at locations yeah. in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> I bought this Kowakian yeah. monkey lizard not three hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just, it just characters talking. Beautiful plumage. <laughs> and then just, yeah, so like so like basically it's insert a Monty Python sketch. But yeah, in the Star Wars. Yeah, in the Star Wars universe, but you just have like droids walking by as they're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's what I want. <laughs> okay. Uh but no, something I really do want though, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this a lot lately, is I want to see a comic book. About Yoda as a young hotshot Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like super young, like he's not wise at all, he's just starting out. Because they have not gone into Yoda's backstory hardly at all. No, and George Lucas had forbid them from doing it because for some reason he thought he was going to do something with it someday. Maybe. But, but George Lucas isn't like, in charge anymore. Yeah. So, and, okay, so, here, so here's what I want to see, right? Yeah. Um, each uh, story, um, or you can make it a cartoon too. Um, yeah. Each story, um, story arc would be, would be like a quote, a wise quote that Yoda says later on. Yeah. Um, so like, for instance, like his luminous being speech. Yeah. Um, basically as this young hotshot Jedi, uh, he spends all his time like training his body and he's like, like, yeah, I gotta be the best. And he's, you know, he's like, um, training himself up and he's focusing too much on the, on the physical world and, Mm. and then like, and then it fails him. And then he, he finally learns, oh, like, no, we're luminous beings. Yeah. And so, and so he, he, you see him basically to learn each lesson that mm-hmm. gives him the wise quote, which would be amazing because it would give so much context to each quote you see later so on. So what would, what would the issue be that would be, oh, can't get your ship out of the swamp? Oh. <laughs> um, maybe as a young hotshot Jedi, just to mess with people, he's just throwing <laughs> ships at people's swamps. It's just like, or maybe it's before the Jedi Order found him, and, and he's just like a douche, and he's just like throwing 
ships, yeah, ships into swamps, and the Jedi's like, whoa, okay, hold on, let's, let's take you in, let's try to teach you some things. <laughs> so he really used to be, like, this really, like, dick kid, he was just, like, <laughs> um, but no, really, no, um, so yeah, each, each story arc would be, um, him learning each wise quote he learned, and yeah. I think they can even go further, and you could have, um, so, like, I, I, what I picture is, like, this time, this time period of, like, early Yoda days. Yeah. Of the Jedi being, like, more rogue. Yeah. Like, there's not, like, a, like, there's a Jedi order, but it's not, like, super centralized, like, super dogmatic. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of a loose organization where Jedi get to go out and try to help people how they see fit. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, um, Yoda learns that, like, this is not the way to go. Like, yeah. like, um, Jedi being more rogue and not having a lot of oversight leads to like all these like mishaps in yeah. the story. And it le- and basically that makes Yoda want to make the Jedi order super dogmatic. Yeah. And that's why you see the Jedi order being the way they are in the prequels. Also conceivably, um, the, the big, huge Sith and Jedi war that took place a thousand years before the films. Mm-hmm. Yoda is 900 years old. Yeah. So, conceivably, his master, if he was also the same race as Yoda, yeah. fought in those wars. Mm-hmm. So Yoda, like, early on, could, like, really, really be involved in, like, talking about, like, figuring out yeah. about the Sith and stuff like that because he's like, oh, they could be back someday. Right. So figuring out a new system, like, we got to be ready. Yeah. So we, we don't want to... So we got to be well, centralized. Yeah. Basically, more power as, yeah. as the whole... That's the question, is, like, did... You look at, like, all these other Jedi Masters, and, what, they're Jedi Master by the age of, like, 50, or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So was Yoda on the council from, like, age 50 or so? <laughs> and then he's been yeah. on the council for the last yeah. 700 See, years? And that's the thing, there's just so much to explore with yeah. Yoda. That's and, true. And yeah. it would explain so much. Yeah. Um, and I think it would finally give Yoda more depth. Like, we talked mm-hmm. about in the debate last episode, like, my biggest thing against Yoda pr- proceeding was that he was just one note. He was just there to say the wise quotes. Yeah. He'll give context to the quotes and have all these amazing stories of him as a young Jedi. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> one thing that I hear people say they want to see from the mm-hmm. Star Wars universe yeah. is that they want to see the prequels be remade. Okay. And I disagree with this a lot. I don't. Yeah, because you're terrible. No. Because I think that one thing that the that they were doing with episode seven was being like, hey, remember how terrible Anakin was? Here's how Anakin should have been done. Yeah. And so I think what they could do by redoing the prequels is they could fix a bunch of the issues. I don't think they need to, like... They wouldn't need to remake it, like, completely ignore everything that had happened in the prequels and, like, start from scratch, but, like, remake them so that... Okay, but, like, with the same actors? No. But then you're basically changing canon. No, you have have completely new actors, but you don't replace Hayden Christensen in Return of the Jedi, so just randomly (laughs) Hayden Christensen shows up. (laughs) No. Um, No, I think it... I think... I think the problem is is that there's so many ways that people know that the the prequels could be fixed that a special edition will not fix. Well, right, but like, okay, but but so much of what happens in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, yeah, is so integral to like the Clone Wars cartoon uh-huh. and everything that happens after that. You'd be you would be changing a lot of canon. No, you would keep yeah, you, the, would, you would, and because... people would lose their crap over it. They would they'd be like, why are you changing this? I love this. Yeah. I suppose. Like, I understand redoing Phantom Menace, because that's complete garbage. Yeah. And you really don't need anything from it. No. But, I don't know. Exists. Yeah. But I mean, like, to, to have new actors and everything? I mean, that's like... That's a hard pill to swallow. Mm. And I just think that it's so... Like, like yeah, they're bad. But, like, the overall story is... But they is, are bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's my bad. <laughs> um, but uh, but the, the, story, the overall story is still good. 
I mean, yeah, it was poorly executed, but like, just yeah. accept this. That's the thing is, the people story. people want you. They basically want a new execution. They don't yeah. want to change the story. They want a new execution. Right. Is what people are wanting out of this. Yeah, and I get that, but so then, so then, what we need to do is pay <laughs> Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman boatloads of money to come back in and reshoot all their love scenes. Yeah, they will under a real act, under a real director. Yeah. None of that weird Shakespeare crap. Well, they, the the writer was Scar. That haunts me. The writer, <laughs> the writer of of Shakespeare in Love, actually came in and wrote those scenes, which terribly. Yeah, one he wrote them terribly, and then two they were directed terribly, and yeah. the actors didn't. Yeah. like you know. Okay, get, I guess I guess if there's one big thing I'd want redone in the prequels, it's that scene where Anakin's like. I slaughtered them and the women and the children too. And Padme's yeah. like, "Oh, poor Anakin. It's I feel, okay. I feel so bad for it's you. It's okay to slaughter some children. Like, it's oh, okay. Have a little bit of resistance on like yeah. Padme's part. Like a little bit, like, whoa, buddy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's because mm-hmm. like two scenes later, she's like kissing him before they go in the Geonosian ring. Yeah. So <laughs> like, that shot, I got to say, George Lucas did a really good job. That shot. Where they're kissing as yeah. the chariot pulls out into the arena, and so it's like perfectly framed as their silhouettes and everything. Yeah. It's just such a great shot. Yeah, it was really good. Well, well no, I, no, okay. So that's okay. You just brought up another point of why you shouldn't remake the prequels. Okay, Star Wars Ring Theory. Yeah. If you don't know, go to Star Wars Ring we Theory. Will, next no. next episode, we will cover the Star Wars Ring Theory. Yeah, um, because I think that that it requires its own podcast. It really does. And, it's, yeah. So, well, just so you understand what we're talking about right now, um, it, basically, Star Wars Ring Theory is that you, the the trilogies are mirrored in how they're shot. Yeah. Um, like, visually. So, to go in and redo all those visual shots would yeah. be a bad thing. Because though, they actually mirror the old trilogy perfectly. Though they could, the, they could work on making it mirror even more. Yeah. Because I'm not sure that George Lucas was entirely uh, intentional on his on on that. Like I think there was some intent. I think well, there's a lot of intent. I mean, <sighs> but I don't think to the extent of this full on yeah. ring theory. And then you could basically reshoot the entire thing to be like pure ring theory. You could, yeah, which would be amazing. Yeah, but see, you're coming around. Well, okay, <laughs> okay. Google Star Wars ring theory, and we'll talk about it'll it next. Blow week. your mind. All right, so, so let's get on to some trivia. Trivia. Alright. Alright, so I think we're at... Uh, okay, we did three, so you, you're at 20.5, right? Yeah. And then I'm 1.5 below you, so I'm at 19. Yes. Okay. Yes, we are. Alright. Alright. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go ahead and go first this time. Alright. So. So. How many claws does the Rancor have on each of his hands? Hmm. Oh. Is it three or four? Hold on. Um, gosh, I should really know this, because Return of the Jedi is my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. you really should. Oh, gosh. I'm going to say three. It's four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, They're quadactyl. I need a moment. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Continue. All right. Whose lightsaber does Luke Skywalker's green-bladed lightsaber resemble, according to the Emperor? Ah, uh, yes. Much like your father's. His father's. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Alright, so, who hands a container of deadly cohoons over to a hired assassin? Oh, um. Who hands it to yes. the assassin? Yes. Django Fett. Correct. Which human frailty, according to Qui Gon Jinn, can be a powerful ally? Greed. Yes, yes. What type of fighters make the initial trench run against the first Death Star? Uh, Y-Wings. Correct. What color robes do Queen Amidala's handmaidens wear on their trip to the Trade Federation prison camp? Uh, I guess red? Like orange? Like a reddish-orange. Which is your answer? Well, if, uh, it's over to interpret Red. Red's my answer. The answer is orange. Okay, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I get that. Mm, I said reddish orange. It's a matter of how you see Maybe it. Maybe we they're should not, have a vote. They are not like pure orange. Like, 
No. They're pretty bright orange. Okay, can you give me half a point? You know what? What? I'm going to give you half a point. Okay. Now, the quick, the easiest way to resolve this whole half point thing is just to, for both of us to round up our points now. All right. Let's, oh, yeah, because right. you're right. The half point thing is... All right. Okay, so you're at 21, um, so then I missed one in that. Yes. Okay. So, 5 plus 19, I believe, is 24. Yes. So I need you to only get three so we can be tied. Yes. Okay? All right. No. That's not going to what type of creature prompts Han Solo to growl, point that thing someplace else? The Ewok. Yeah. Yeah. Whose first line in Return of the Jedi is, Yoda will always be with you? Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's too easy. Who else, besides the Chancellor and Senate, does Anakin Skywalker claim loyalty to after the Jedi Purge? The Senate and the Emperor and, um, uh, does he say he pledges loyalty to, to Padme or to my new empire? My new empire. I think. Your new empire. I'm going to go with the empire. Padme. No, it's Padme. Right. Okay. Who, when Luke Skywalker decides to confront Darth Vader on Endor, suggests instead run away far away? Can you repeat that? Who, when Luke Skywalker decides to confront Vader on Endor, suggests instead uh. run away far away? That would be Carrie Fisher stoned out of her gourd. Princess Leia. Why is she stoned? Because she was really, really stoned in that movie. Really? Yeah. Alright. Yeah. You can tell. <laughs> I'll leave you. Which driver forced which driver forced up the service ramp gets back into the pod race with a cleverly applied control thrust? That would be Annie? Annie Sorry, we're looking for Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Not some oaf talking about some nickname that nobody refers to him by. Mm, Padme refers to him as Annie. That's creepy. I know. It's really creepy. <laughs> my little Annie. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> okay, last question. Which rebel pilot is killed shortly after urging, hurry up, Luke? Which rebel pilot mm-hmm. is killed shortly after urging, hurry up, Luke? That is what I said. Um. Hmm. That would be. Is it Biggs? Yes. Yeah. Biggs Darklighter. Biggs Darklighter. Alright. So you missed one then. Yep. And that means you are at 25. Yep. Uh, no, 26. 26. Sorry. 26. 26 to 24. You're two yep. ahead. I will overtake you, I swear. Nope. I swear. Not going to happen. Is this? Nope. Yep. No. Yep. All right. Let's hear your Snoke theory this week. Okay. Um, this one makes a lot of sense to me. Okay. Um, it's Jack Porkins. Okay. All, All right. right. So um, last time we saw Jack Porkins... Yeah, uh, it was the first Death Star run. Mm-hmm. Um, Tech against the Death Star. Yeah, uh, they tell him to pull up, and he's like, "No, I got it!" And yeah. then, then he explodes. Yeah. All right. Clearly, he did not die. Yeah, that would be ridiculous. Why would you waste such a rich character mm-hmm. in a new hope? Yeah, whose name is Porkins? Yeah. So I think, okay. especially because like Porkins is a ridiculous name alongside Snoke. Yeah, yeah. it's a red okay. herring. Come yeah. on. Okay, so obviously he didn't die in the X Men explosion. It would have disfigured him, uh-huh. like you see Snoke being disfigured. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, he's like, I've really got to like, look at myself because, like, I didn't have that. You know? Mm. He wants to reevaluate his life. Mm. You know? He doesn't want his last words to everyone being, no, I got it. And they, 
and then people think he dies. Yeah. So he reinvents himself. He starts working out. All right. Yeah. He is on the paleo and midichlorian free diet. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. He's getting thin, and mm. that's why you see Snoke so thin. Yeah. All right. So now you may not know this. Yeah. But Jack Porkins' middle name is Tano. Uh huh. And who else has the name of Tano? Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. From the Clone Wars cartoon series. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. Are, so, are you saying that Jack Porkins yeah. is part Togruta? No. Okay. But I am saying that maybe it'll turn out that Ahsoka adopted him. Oh. Ahsoka has a big beef with the Jedi Order. Yeah. She yeah. was um, expelled from them. Mm-hmm. So, taking revenge for his mom, mm-hmm. he then is trying to make sure there's no new Jedi Order, which is why Snoke is so intent on destroying the last Jedi. Mm. Boom! Mind blown. <laughs> it's Jack Borges. My mind right now is like... is like Alderaan. It's like... It's like Jedi City. Yeah. <laughs> blown. It's like Orson Krennic's head. <laughs> oh! No! That was a really good episode. Yeah. Uh, because it was the sixth one. No. Which, as we know, not is always the best episode no. in the series. No. No. The next one we have to wait 30 years to do. <laughs> yes. Which actually might happen. And then I'm going to talk the entire time, and then at the very end of the episode, I'm going to hand you the microphone, and you're slowly going to turn around and stare at it ominously as the helicopter pans around the house. What are you referencing? The end of... Episode seven. You're oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was I was picturing the okay. Yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, like us on Facebook and you know all that stuff. Twitter. Um, get, let's if if people review us over on iTunes, yeah. then we will read your comments. Bring on us, you past. Uh, I'll stop now. I'll there's never, reason, I'll there's reason do, why I do Yoda. I will never do my Yoda voice again. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> Alright. So thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. This podcast is more machine now than man. Twisted and evil.